for my great big Bible here. I'm going to read from the Scriptures now. If the, the Bible is the sword of the Word, this is a very little sword. So we're reading, yeah, dagger. Yeah, very good, I like that. Uh, we're reading from Matthew uh, chapter 6, from uh, uh, verses 1 to 18. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others, to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Heavenly Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with, trump with trumpets, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets. Be honoured by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that, you, so that, uh, so that your giving may be in secret. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand praying in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you go to pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like, like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive also you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. When you fast... Do not look sober as the, as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that you will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father who's, who is unseen, and your Father who, is, who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Thanks, Paul. Awesome, really awesome scripture. Full scripture, lots of words in there. It's good stuff. This week, Andrew and I um, decided that we would go for a drive. Um, we took the kids out of school on Wednesday and we decided to explore this beautiful countryside in which we live. And we went north and we went to Crystal Creek. And, you know, being a you know, really a foreigner to this land. I, I, we get to this fork in the road and it says little, little Crystal Creek that way, big Crystal Creek that way. And I'm like going, what the heck? What's the difference? I thought it was just one Crystal Creek. So I'm literally text messaging Phil going, which Crystal Creek is it? I don't know which way to go. And, and then I was at a reception, so I didn't get a reply straight away. And I'm like, oh dear. Anyway, so we drove up the hill and we went to little Crystal Creek. And it was really beautiful and Andrew and Rebecca and Joshua, I've taken a few photos, put them on Facebook and there's one photo where Andrew 
and Rebecca are leading the way across these slippery rocks. And I snapped a photo literally seconds before Andrew went Fling! straight into the water. <laughs> it was really funny, freezing cold water. We're going, oh my goodness, it's really cold, this water. And I wish I got that, you know, that'd have been awesome, wouldn't it? Yep, <laughs> seeing Andrew slide in. And Rebecca as well. She swam very well. <laughs> yep, in, in and wet. So they had a great time. Then we went down to Big Crystal Creek and we jumped off the rocks. The kids dared me to do it. I'm standing there going and, they, and they're going, the kids are like this, do it, do it, do it. And I'm like, okay. Anyway, I got this awesome shot of Andrew mid-air, flying through the air, about to get, you know, wet. It was awesome. Andrew goes, okay, I'll take a photo of you. He got this crappy photo of me jumping in, like nothing, just a splash, just a splash. It doesn't even look like it's me. Like, dear, he's supposed to be this awesome photographer, you know. <laughs> he likes cameras. Totally missed it. Got the splash. You can't even tell it's me. It's beautiful. Now, I could choose to stay at home. While we live in this beautiful part of the world, I could choose to never explore. And you know what would happen to me? I would miss out, yeah? I would miss out. Now, I want to say to you, the key to me discovering the beauty that is out there is me getting in the car, taking a trip and actually doing it, yeah? Now, I want to encourage you today that what I'm going to speak about is keys to really receiving things that God has for you. Now, that little, that little sword that you read from is powerful. It's full of keys that will not just, you know, touch your life a little bit. They're keys that can actually transform your life. Keys to breakthrough. If in your life you're going, I can never overcome. I'm always struggling. I can never get there. I want to tell you, I want to encourage you that that scripture, whether it's a tiny book or a massive one, anyone ever have those massive Bibles? Ever seen those? We used to have one at the front of ch church growing up, this massive scripture. It doesn't matter how big the words are, how big the book is, that is powerful and it can change your life if you get the key and use it. You will find riches beyond belief. So I want to encourage you to take the keys I'm going to give you today and allow God to change your life. Are you with me? Yep, only a couple of you. Are you with me? Yes, yeah. By the way, I did discover after we stopped at Little Crystal Creek chatting to Gemma up the back that Andrew and I didn't fully unlock the key of the beauty of Crystal Creek. If we kept driving up the hill, there's this cafe with these massive butterflies and uh, so next time we'll have to go there. So beautiful. All right, here we go. Keys to breakthrough. Key number one, when you pray. Matthew 6, verse, where is it? 5 to 7. When you pray, Jesus says to you, to me, he doesn't write these words just for nothing. He doesn't speak it for nothing. He says, when you pray, meaning not if you pray, he says when you pray. If you want breakthrough in your life, if you want freedom, you need to pray. You need to seek him. You need to earnestly seek him. Now, I have tried my best to introduce prayer to our kids. It's not easy sometimes, you know what it's like. So I make it really simple. And I've said to the children, let's just have, we, we do this every so often at night going to sleep. Let's just do a thank you Jesus for thing. 
And so the kids, when they were really tiny, every single night we'd, we'd just pray together and they could say anything. Thank you, Jesus, for... And nearly every night, Joshua would say, cars. Thank you, Jesus, for cars. Cars. Every night. Thank you, Jesus, for cars. But you know what? It was earnest. It's sincere. Because at that point in his life, that's all he obsessed about. Cars, cars, cars. He watched the movie Cars. He had multiple collections of cars. Cars, cars, cars. Rebecca, it was books. Books, books. Every night. Now, as they're getting older, it's different things. Thank you, Jesus, for. We encourage our kids to do that, to make it sincere. And we never laugh at their prayer. Never, ever. And this is what he implores us to do. Don't be like, you know, the hypocrites who stand out the front don't look at me I'm not seriously (laughs) no don't look at the hypocrites who stand out the front and go oh heavenly father thou art though so goodest everest you know I can't even pretend to be like that be real that's all he's saying here be real and earnest in your prayer don't try and fake it just be real if you're feeling lousy say Jesus, everything sucks right now. I'm really struggling. If, you, if things are awesome, tell him the truth. Be sincere. That's what he's earnestly asking you to do. When you pray, don't, don't think it's prayers only for people who wear uniform. Don't think prayers for only for people who have actually crossed the line and said, Jesus, I want to be yours. Prayers for anyone. When you pray, when you pray, there's a story by Um, I heard from a guy called Tony Campolo. Has anyone heard of Tony Campolo? Amazing preacher, American dude. And he grew up in a pretty rough environment. And he began to pray out the front. And in his prayer, he just kind of forgot he was in a congregation. And he just talked to God like he would talk to anyone. And... um, you know, he used slang words and he used words that people were a little bit in the congregation, it was a bit of an upper class kind of congregation, were a little bit, ooh, what did he say there, you know? And as people were leaving, this lady came up to him and said, the way you spoke to Jesus was very inappropriate. Like this, I don't, I expect reverence when you speak to Jesus. And you know what Tony Campole said? Lady, I wasn't talking to you anyway. <laughs> I was talking to him. You know what? It's not about me impressing you or you impressing someone else. It's about us being earnest and honest to him. When you pray. And it says at the end of that little part, when you pray, when you pray, your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And I look this up, this reward thing. I mean, we don't do it for reward, but this is his his promise to us when we seek him earnestly in private and in public he rewards us and this reward is actually to restore if you're feeling like your life is totally void of joy he can restore your joy he promises restoration it actually also means to pay off your debt that's pretty amazing to pay off your debt now I really don't know if that means literally but sometimes we have debt don't we to others there's there's inconsistencies in our relationships and Jesus says I reward I restore I rebuilt this is the reward it's good hey and when you receive it actually is a key to breakthrough if you're looking for a key to get to the next level you earnestly seek him in private and in public earnestly seek him and don't make a show of it just 
earnestly, you and him. Be real with him. Second one, second key. If you're taking notes, they're good notes, okay? First key is? No, prayer. <laughs> prayer, earnestly, yes. First key is? P. Prayer, <laughs> prayer. Second key is? Fasting. This is a hard one, yeah? <laughs> fasting. Second key, fasting. Fasting is, um, does everyone know what fasting is? No. Fasting is giving up something in order to seek him. And in, in most times, in most times, in old times, it would only be food. People would give up food in order to put their focus and attention on Jesus, on the Lord, on God. And these days, people are encouraged, we, if we encourage fasting, it could be from anything. I don't know if you notice over the period of Lent, but a lot of people say, I'm giving up chocolate. They're going to fast from chocolate in order to focus more on God. Or fast from Facebook, or fast from um, other, other things that they know are kind of a bind to them. To say, you know what, I'm not going to put my focus and attention on that. I'm going to put my focus and attention on him. So back in the days that Jesus was speaking, people, when they fast, the Pharisees would make it look like they're fasting so everyone would know, oh, look at him, that holy man, he's fasting. So they'd look disheveled and their faces would be disfigured and they would look like they're really struggling. Oh, the weight of fasting, I'm really seeking the Lord here, I'm really struggling. But Jesus says here in this scripture, when you fast, don't do that, just just do it. Don't make a big show of it. Just give, give up whatever it is and seek me earnestly. This seems to be the key. Seek me earnestly. Don't, don't make a big show of it. And then it gets to the end and it says again, and then, and then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. It's a key to breakthrough. It's a key to the next step of a relationship with God. If you're just trudging along and you're thinking, I'm not getting anywhere, I encourage you to fast, to earnestly seek him through prayer, to earnestly seek him through fasting. And you could see incredible breakthrough happen in your life personally and who knows, in other ways as well. Incredible ways. So number one, it's prayer number two number three the third key is actually the first key that was mentioned in the scripture when you give this is one that we all struggle to talk about it's not an if you give all of these are a when when you give when you fast when you pray these are expectations that Jesus says, this is what you, you need to do. This is part of your walk with me. When you fast, when you pray, and when you give. Now, we can give in so many ways, yeah? Like we can give physically. We can give of our time, which is awesome. We can give of our gifts, like as in our talents and abilities. And so many people here do that. It's beautiful. And we can give of our money and that's the one everyone goes oh don't talk church should not talk about money blah 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 but you know what he says here in this scripture not if you give but when you give when you give it is a key to breakthrough it is a key to change happening in your life I know this personally I know this personally on a financial level I remember as a young woman I um, left home 
and I was living on Ofstudy and every single week I actually took 10% of my income and I gave it faithfully to God through the church. And I took it and I gave it and um, I was on my P's still, hadn't quite got my open license. I was driving down the road and I was speeding. (laughs) Not good, not good. And I got pulled over literally just before at my open license. And um, I I got three points. I was down to one point and I think a $250 bill. I can't remember exactly what it was. But it was a a substantial bill for a girl living at a home only on study. And so I said to the police officer, is there any chance I can um, do community service? Because I actually don't have the funds to pay this off. And I didn't ask anyone, not a single soul, for money. And that week, three different people, without me prompting, without me asking, sent me money that equaled the exact amount that I needed for my bill. Completely undeserved, completely not asked for, but I earnestly, honestly believe that God just reached down from heaven and said, I'm honouring you, Paula, because you honour me first. You honour me first with all that you have. It's a hard hard one. It's a hard one to tackle. But I want to encourage you to give, give of yourself, give everything that you have. When you say yes to Jesus, don't, don't hold back your wallets from him. Give everything that you have to him. Because the honest truth is all, everything is his anyway. Everything is his anyway. When we hold back, when we don't give, it can't release the blessing. It doesn't release the blessing. There is blessing in giving. I'm not asking, I'm not saying to people to live beyond your means or anything silly like that. I'm saying, as the Bible commands, 10% of your income, look at it, seek God on it, and say, Jesus, I'm going to submit my finances to you, first and foremost. It's a challenging topic. It's a hard one to talk about. But if you're not seeking him with your resources first, I can promise you, the blessings don't flow just the same way that they do when you, when you honour him with your resources. Okay, challenging one, yeah? But really important. And it says here, but when you give, when you give, you shall be rewarded, which means deliverance, actually. So I looked up all the Greek words for wh- what it meant, where you will be rewarded. And this one meant deliverance, deliverance. So set you free from things that are binding you. There's not just a physical change, but a spiritual change. Deliverance in your own life. It says um, that you will be delivered not just once, but again and again. That's what it actually means. Delivered not just once, but again and again. A continual change. A continualness of God delivering. Um, There was something else. Um, You'll be repaid, restored, and rewarded. Repaid, restored, rewarded. These were all the words that came up when I looked up the Strong's Greek concordance for the word reward in this verse. Repaid, reward. Now, we don't do it for that reason, I just want to say. We do it because we want to honour him. We don't give our time, our talent, our resources. We don't pray or fast just so that we can look good. We do it because it it, it honours him. He gave so much to us. We honour him back with those things. One of my favourite verses in the Bible, which if ever I meet with you, don't be surprised if I share it with you. It's John 10.10. 10. 
and I'm sure some of you who I've already shared this with could recite it. Well, I hope you can. It is, the thief comes to steal, to kill and destroy. And then Jesus said, I preached on it a couple of weeks ago, but I have come, that's my favourite but in the whole Bible, seriously, but I have come that you might have life and life in abundance. If you're looking for abundant life and you are trudging, going, I do not live an abundant life, I encourage you to take the keys and open the door to freedom today. To step out and say, yes, I am going to pray. I'm going to earnestly seek him. It doesn't need fancy schmancy words. It doesn't need anything special. I am going to fast. God, I do spend too much time on Facebook. God, I do spend too much time away from you. I need to give that up so that I can earnestly seek you whatever it might be. And Lord, you don't have my resources. I'm going to start, even just a small portion, I'm just going to start and honour you with this and trust you with this. There's a beautiful verse in Malachi that says this. Should people cheat God? Yet you have cheated me. But you ask, what do you mean? When did we ever cheat you? And it says this, you have cheated me of the tithes and offerings due to me. And because of that, you're under a curse. So bring all the tithes into the storehouse so there will be enough food for my temple. You know what giving does? Not only releases the church to do the work of God, it releases blessing on your life. I want to encourage you today to start to give. And you know, I'm going to just do a little plug for Red Shield. Even this weekend, give of your time, give of your, of your ability to get out there and do stuff, not just because we are asking, but because it's for him. It actually extends the kingdom of God and does amazing things. So if you want to see the blessing released to our community, start to give. Give of yourself, give of your talents, give of your time, give of your resources. And you know what will happen? Liberation freedom, release, restoration. It's not just words, it's truth. Blessing abundance, okay? God can use us abundantly when we give. We're going to sing a song. We're going to sing a song and the team want to come. And it's a really fitting song for this today. It's an old hymn. It's um, known as the consecration hymn. Take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee. Take my moments and my days, let them flow in ceaseless praise. Take my hands. So this is us saying, God, take all of me. Take my hands and let them move at the impulse of thy love. Take my feet and let them be swift and beautiful for thee. Take my voice. Let me sing always only for my king. Take my lips and let them be filled with messages. Take my silver and my gold, not a mite would I withhold. Take my intellect and use. Take my will and make it thine. It shall be no longer mine. Take my heart. Take my love, my Lord, I pour. Today, I want to encourage you to 100% say I'm sold out. I'm opening the key. I'm stepping into breakthrough for me, for my life, personally, for our church. I'm going to start. I'm going to step out and be the person that God wants me to be. I'm going to put him first, my prayer life. I'm going to put him first. I'm going to put him first and maybe there's things we need to give up and fast from. I'm going to put him first in my money, in my resources, in my time 
and my talents and my ability. You know what? Sitting here in this congregation, there's probably heaps of people who have loads of talent. We'd love to see you using it here in this church to bring amazing freedom to people. So as we sing, I want to encourage you between you and God to say yes. That's it. Between you and God to say yes. If you want to come forward for prayer, that's between you and him. But I encourage you today, use the keys, unlock to freedom and breakthrough and say yes.